when are when are you gonna air this couple weeks okay cool couple weeks you let me you let me know when oh absolutely yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. hey 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 my friends welcome to another episode of heart and hustle visionary healers movers and shakers i am your hostess paulette reese your movement motivator and your passion instigator and i love to bring you people who are creating and making change in the world as you know uh, now I'm in my fourth year of this uh, video podcast. How freaking amazing is that? And um, just loving sharing and networking and introducing you to people uh, from all walks of life, uh, healers, movers, shakers, artists, dancers, musicians, creators, um, people who are living their dreams. And I love to talk about that avenue of how they go from uh, idea to action, because that's what I'm about as your transformational business creativity coach. And who I have here today is someone who is so doing um, just uh, beautiful things, very much akin to what I do. So Joyce Vander. Laylee, yes. <laughs> I got it, is here from New Zealand. And I met, I had the pleasure of meeting Joyce several months back when I was actually on a beautiful creative summit that she hosted. Um, and so now I'm really glad to be able to share her with you on my video podcast. Joyce, welcome. Uh, thank you so much, Paulette. Thank you. And, and everybody that is here tuning in, thank you so much for your time being here. Uh, I love sharing what I do, my story, and um, I'm so happy that you invited me to be here. So let's go. Let's I go. know. Let's yeah. go. Woo. So, you know, I could, I could read her bio and all that, but now it's, it's much better just to have a conversation. But what I love is that you call yourself the Artemist. Yes, you want to know why? <laughs> I do. I mean, I do. <laughs> so powerful. So yes. So um, the Artemis, like a lot, that's something that I that I um, that I get often asked. What is the Artemis, and why, and what you know? How does that all fit in? Mm -hmm. So the Artemis, the Artemis is. Um, I don't want to say it's a word that I came up with, but it's a word that I was given mm. um, or that I received last year actually during our lockdown period. Um, mm. Previous to that, I had been doing my online work under this um, name, The Fierce Female Force, which right. was which was a, um, a more uh, powerful force, I would say. Mm. Um, and, I, and I adopted that, or I, I chose to use that name right after my earthquake experience. So I, mm. now in hindsight, I can sort of Put it all together and I love when that happens. Um, when I started doing my online work um, after the earthquakes, I needed something that, that would drive me, that would hold me and the fierce female force felt right at that time. And so I, I moved with that mm. and I, I grew and I emerged from that, that place of devastation to where I am now. And already um, before the, the whole 2020 pandemic situation and all that started, I had been I had been feeling like, is it time to let go 
do I still need that fierce force, you know? Mm -hmm. Because I mean, we all have it inside anyway, you know, it's just that sometimes it's like a mantra, you know, a mantra that keeps you in a certain uh, mind space. And, and so I had been feeling this, this urge to perhaps l- let go, release that and stand on my own two feet, so to speak. Mm. You know, I could carry myself. I could carry myself. I had that, that foundation of calm, confidence. I had found and built that and, and made that uh, for myself. Mm-hmm. with the help of the fierce female force i think i always need a sort of an alter ego kind of thing you know it's like the and, sacred uh, rebel <laughs> yeah yeah because i can tell you i have had i've got one from when i was a girl you know um but so i had been thinking that and and yeah i've been sitting there like what would i call myself then you know because as you know some a lot of people struggle with my last name and then and then and and i and i think i think just having a little alter ego kind of name feels right for me has always felt right for me anyway um so then i in a dream i received i woke up one morning and i thought the artemis that sounds cool because i had read the book the alchemist right. and i and i felt you know like as an artist as a creative we are always playing and merging and mixing and uh, you mm, know and weaving things together yeah and um, and art obviously art because i'm an artist mm-hmm. and then and and i had been feeling more drawn to the softer feminine goddess part of myself and artemis so the whole combination art artemis alchemist you know that mm. fit, fit together in the artemis so that's that's what it is it's, oh, it's a little it's a little label or it's a little name well, um I, I, but words are so important and mm. it's hard sometimes to find the right words, you know? I mean, sometimes it can take you years and sometimes it can take you overnight in a dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, to yeah. find the words to express what you do and who you are and what you believe in and your values. I mean, everything. Mm. Um, and of course, I'm such a wordsmith, so I really love playing with words. Um, so you are you call yourself a creative strategist. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's so, women. yeah. That's the thing too, you know, um, people say, what do you do? Well, I, I create, mm. I create things that fit my life. I create, I, I, I make art. I make magic, as you said before, you know, I, I try to find ways that help me live the life of my dreams and help others live the life of their dreams or bring more of their dreams out of, out into the world mm-hmm. um as as children we always dream you know we're always dreaming and everything is always possible and then somehow we lose that or society takes it away or it's just not done and you know and then it it can live in this little corner inside of you um and and after the earthquake experience that is when i realized what the what doesn't really matter you know um i'm gonna do it regardless what other people are saying um regardless what society thinks Mm -hmm. regardless of what they say or you're too old for this or you're too you know or you just don't do it um why not you know things can just be taken away in in an instant just like that when these earthquakes happened and when i was in the center there um it's surreal 
And it so, makes you realize it's yeah. like, you know, so so some of our listeners might not know what you're talking about the earthquake. Mm. So if you want to give me. A so, yeah, so, synopsis. yeah, <laughs> I'm originally from Holland, um, a little country in Europe. And um, in 1995, I decided to move away to the other side of the world. So I live in New Zealand. <laughs> Um, that was a kind of a leap of faith thing. There you um, go. Yeah, looking why? for a why? better place. Why did you oh, pick New why? Zealand? Why? Why the move? Why? Why the move? So I traveled a lot. I worked really hard in jobs. Uh, I've always done the arty things and then the normal jobs and then the arty things and then the normal <laughs> jobs because you know I've always been pulled back into how it should be you know mm. and and i think a lot of women can can resonate with that there's a lot of us that like to be the good girl and you know please others um so I, i've done that i marched in other people's um mm. you know steps and then i would try you know i wouldn't be happy and then i would try my thing again and then I would be pulled back uh, because of financial reasons or because of other people saying like, you cannot make a living doing arty stuff and you know, all that. So it's always been a roller coaster. It's always been a slalom. It's always been a dance and you like dancing. You know, it's like, I always find these metaphors. It's always a swaying motion or up and down kind Mm -hmm. of motion, you know? Um, But so I worked, I worked really hard to escape basically or I found out that that was probably the thing I was doing. Um, I worked really, 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 really hard making all making money and being able to go on a holiday, go on a trip, you know, go on adventures. So I traveled a lot. And every time um, I got back, the thing we didn't have digital photos then. So I would have my my films developed and, you know, photos printed, show to everybody or my loved ones or my family. And then it would be time to the next destination you know and after a while it's like what am I doing here I'm just really basically escaping by the time I land and have my photos then I'm planning to go away again so maybe it's time because when you travel you see so many other lovely places in the world and then maybe it's time to to find a place where I feel more calm and at ease to just stay you know Uh, maybe find a better place in the world to live and so that's why um, my partner and I started looking around where to go. And um, we ended up in New Zealand a little bit by default because we went to the Australian embassy to find information about Australia. And the lady that helped us came from New Zealand originally. They were flatting inside the Australian embassy. <laughs> and she helped us. And so she said, here, here's some information about New Zealand too. Maybe you like that. Yeah. Yeah, so that's how and we so, ended up here. So you're you're in the South Island. Yes. And so then we you moved were hit to the with South the earthquake. Island. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, we moved to the South Island because when we decided to go to New Zealand, a lot of people said, "Oh, don't go to Wellington because they have earthquakes there." Um, <laughs> the South Island is bigger. There, you know, no risk. So we we basically went and lived in uh, one of the big cities in, we were in Christchurch. Christchurch, yeah. Yeah, and- uh, I've been there. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful, you know, Um, it is beautiful. And nobody expected to have any earthquakes there ever. 
um, but yeah, then they happened and I was in the middle of town, middle of the city. It's, it was really like a crazy experience. Still, you know, still, if I think about it, it, it is almost like I can see myself walking wow. there. You know, it's almost like you rise above and you see yourself. Um, yeah. So I guess I just needed to be there and needed to experience that because the earthquakes have moved me into doing the things, a lot of the things that I do now and, wow. and really trusting that it is okay to do that, you know? That's a, that's so beautiful. I mean, mm. to take something that could be so horrifically scary and tragic mm. and let it lead you yeah. into what mm. was next. But that's, but that's what, what happens so often. And you probably have something like that as well, Paulette, um, that, you know, your shadows mm. show you opportunities or the things that the, the dark the dark moments in life usually uh, highlight mm -hmm. the shiny bits, you know, um, and and I think that's that's why you need to experience sometimes something sometimes um, to to open your eyes or to turn right, your absolutely. head even to yeah. turn your head into that direction, and otherwise you just might be walking mm -hmm. past it. It's there, but you don't see it. And now you, you're suddenly, cause it's like a big pattern interrupt, mm -hmm. an earthquake or, you know, a, lo a lot of sudden uh, things that happen in people's lives. They are like a pattern interrupt. It's like, stop, have a look around. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and that definitely was this. Um, and, and to allow yourself to be open to see that and to receive that, right? Mm. Yeah. And that's a big yeah. part of it is to like, okay, here, here we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And don't panic. Don't panic. Just go like, <laughs> just sit there and go like, okay, what is this going? What is this trying to show me? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. 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 I mean, the because universe has a great way of doing that. <laughs> no, I know. Because really, uh, you know, I, it's, it's always nice to, you know, to analyze things in hindsight and, it, but it is it is also a, a good way to understand. So when I look back now, if those earthquakes would not have happened, I would still have been running around in this hamster wheel that I had mm. recreated. You know, I left Europe because of certain reasons, because it was so busy and because it was so, you know, there it was like a big hamster wheel, like continuous, <laughs> you know, why did I want to leave? what was I looking for and what was I doing when I, when I, uh, when I came to New Zealand, I was recreating my hamster wheel, you mm. know? So the earthquakes really showed me like, Hey, hello, this is not what you were here yeah, for. Quit you that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know, so, so, but those, sometimes those things you can only understand when you look back at mm. what had happened and, and yeah. Wow. So, so what I want to know is, so have you been creating art all your life? Or I have been, yes, I have been uh, uh, creative. I have been expressing myself creatively all through my life, ever mm -hmm. since I was a little girl. Mm -hmm. um, I've also been dreaming all my life. Mm. I, I had my Ooh. little first alter ego from when I was a young girl. I and I still carry her with me. I will never give her up. She's Pippi Longstocking. Um, <laughs> uh, 
uh, I used to dress up as her. Because you and, were like, woo, yes, pigtails. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I have a beautiful, I will send you the photo. Okay. Um, yes. Um, so she's still with me and I still, you know, there are still situations where when life and situations seem dire and there's, an, you know, everything is just, woo, then I think like, what would Pippi do? You know, because in Pippi's world, in Pippi's life, everything was always possible. And she always aimed to have fun while doing whatever she was doing. You know, uh, if the house needed cleaning, she would uh, strap on the scrubs underneath her feet, you know, and make it like a skating right. exercise. Oh my God, I'm going to have to revisit Pippi Longstocking. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> but, you know, it's just silly. It's just silly. But I also think that it keeps the child inside alive and mm. the curiosity, you know, childlike mm. curiosity. Oh, I love that word so much, curiosity. Mm. And that is, and I think, you know, regardless of your age, it doesn't really matter if you, if you can keep your curi curiosity, I struggle about, uh, curiosity alive mm -hmm. and kicking inside mm -hmm. of you, mm -hmm. then uh, it's, everything is just so much more fun and so much more interesting. And, and yeah, you will see that there are more possibilities and more opportunities there for you. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So I've always created, I've always created, but as I said before, I've also been pulled back to do the normal thing, to get the normal job, you know, <laughs> just get a regular job, you know, because oh. nobody, nobody makes money doing anything creative, you know, yeah. It's a myth. It's a myth. It's a myth. So I'm a thriving artist now. I'm not a starving artist. I'm a thriving artist. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. And you are making great, great things happen in the world. And so how, how has that evolution been for you um, from being the artist to now being the leader and the coach for other creatives? So that has just organically emerged, developed, grown. Um, the first thing was that I, you know, I had still been struggling. Do I call myself an artist or am I just an artist in my free time? You know, what is your title? Everybody's Hobby. always so hung up. Everybody's always so, so hung up on what do you do and what is it that you do? And, you know, for a living, obviously, that's the ad, uh, addition that comes with it. I've always felt like a misfit everywhere. I've never felt like I belonged anywhere. I've done do lots of jobs, you know, I've worked in hospitality. I, it's not never been my calling, right. um, but I can work hard. You know, I've been trained, I've been brought up to work hard and I, I can do most anything that somebody says to me, um, you know, and I'll do it right, you know, and I'll work hard. Um, I've worked in, uh, in the medical uh, profession. I've been a dental assistant for, for many years. And um, I don't dislike any, you know, it's horrible. Now I've used lots of negative words and I've actually been training myself to use positive <laughs> words. You know, I actually, I actually like many things, you know, uh, and, and, and it doesn't matter what I do then, yeah. but it doesn't warm, it doesn't ignite my fire. Exactly, you know? it doesn't feed your soul. Yeah, yeah. So my feeding my soul, I've always been doing after work, you know, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. means that um, I would stay up very late at night, 
I like the still of the night when nobody can disturb me and when I can just do my thing. Um, but it also means that you lack sleep, <laughs> you know, and, 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 doing, and doing a lot of things and just, just, just to make your soul happy. It, it, you know, I was very tired for many years and, and working myself to burn out, to try and feed myself and feed the expectation of how how you have to appear in the world and that's just very very tiring you know it drained my battery very much so um yeah i, I thought you. i'm right there with you <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i think try you know for for me to make that leap of faith to move away um because i still love my family i had no quarrels with my family or whatever or anybody mm -hmm. no problems there so it was just purely to satisfy my adventurous spirit to move away to another country um i think it was my first step in trying to to make it happen for me to actually live listening to my soul and to my spirit oh. Oh. But then, as I said, I recreated the hamster wheel because that is something that that I knew to do, you know, uh, and, and that is that is that 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 uh, being comfortable in an uncomfortable situation kind of uh, space, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, because if you start listening to your soul and and to your inner voices and try to follow it, and then you end up. You do some personal growth and you know you you know what you don't want to be anymore you know what what things you believe in um but you end up in this in this in-between space where it's really difficult to know what to do you know because you sort of broke away from what was before mm -hmm. and then the future bit is still uncertain and you may not have found the right uh, mentors or guides there mm -hmm. so then you're in you by yourself in this in-between space and then what do you do and that is where a lot of people and including myself fall back to mm. what you're used to you know because that is something you know how go to go back do. to the comfort zone yeah. Yeah. So that is that hamster wheel that I was recreating because mm -hmm. I hadn't really made the, the firm connection to my new um, my new part of the journey yet. And that is, you know, and, and the earthquakes, I think, because it also goes it's again, it goes up and down or, you know, sideways or whatever. Yeah. You know, sometimes you feel more closely connected to where you're aiming for what you're what you're really wanting to achieve in life and then it's like you move back a little bit it's, you know it's it's that that oh you know growth is like that growth does doesn't always just go like that it goes oh, in yeah. stages and you, and you so you gotta go down to go up <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah unfortunately we do <laughs> yeah but so you know so um uh the earthquakes again they they gave this big pattern interrupt mm. and we were there and I was coping and managing my two little kids all right through it. And then I had a lot of mothers that I had, uh, you know, that I knew in my area. They came to me and they said, Joyce, what are you doing? And I said, what do you mean? And she's, and, and, and they said, well, we have family support here and I'm, you know, I'm more panicked and stressed than you are. You're so calm and you don't have anybody here that helps you out. 
so how are you doing it? And I said, well, I have my creative outlet, you know? Um, and she said, so what, you're just drawing stuff? stuff? And I said, well, <laughs> yeah, look, I'm, write, I'm, I'm writing. You know, they thought like, so what, you just do something fluffy and that, that helps you? You know, because I mean, honestly, because uh-huh. I had friends and acquaintances there that went to the doctor to get Prozac or I don't oh, know what, God. you, you oh, know, yeah. like, uh-huh. you know, there were people that were drinking a lot more heavily and, you know, all kinds of ways to escape and to cope. Uh-huh. Um very, very many stressed people around, honestly. Um, but I, I just filled my pages on my journals, you know, writing stuff, painting, doodling, um, and, and trying to make sense of it all. And so I explained that and I said, look, this is what I do. This is my, my medicine. This is what I use for healing. And, and so mm-hmm. I had a little group of, of other women and they said, can we do it together? You know? And so that is when I realized that by me sharing my tools or mm-hmm. my little uh-huh. creative pills, you know, it actually does help for others as well. So it has organically grown that I can, by sharing my, um, my tricks, you know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I can help others uh-huh. and I can help others because I think and, and maybe you, you know, having been through overworking yourself as well, when you, when you connect with your inner calm and you can find that spot, then you can make miracles happen, right? You can do anything, but you need to be able to find that, that confident, calm base within yourself. And, um, and it's not always there. I mean, I get nervous sometimes. I get like, you know, things trigger me too but I now recognize them more quickly and I have ways that I can more easily and more quickly connect with that connect with that calm base inside and then I can look forward again yeah yeah so good and and to keep that connection because when Mm. you when you don't have that connection it's so easy to get you know torn and on different paths and whatever um so what so going from artist to coach creativity coach whatever what's been the hard what's been the hustle what's been hard the hustle The hustle, yeah, the hustle. Uh, the hustle is the hustle. That's the hustle, really. <laughs> you know? um, creatives, creatives uh, uh, typically uh, are not big fans of selling. Right. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Business. <laughs> I look, and it's the strange thing. I support my family because after the earthquakes, when we moved to the North Island, where I am now, um, my partner and I actually have reversed roles. So he just completely stays home and looks after the home base and cooks for us and all that. Um, and I provide for the family. Awesome. You know, I've got two, two, two highly creative teenagers here in my house. Um, and they, they have chosen not the cheapest activities around. So, <laughs> but you know, and I can, you know, so I feel good. I feel good saying, hey, yes, my daughter plays piano and violin and trombone and, you know, she can do it all. And, um, and my son is into arts and, you know, digital art and all that. So, yeah, 
I can do it. You know, as I said, I'm a thriving artist, but the hustle is the selling. Mm -hmm. The hustle is the, because it's traditionally also not seen as the thing to do for artists, mm -hmm. you know? Right, so, yes, absolutely. I'm a, I'm a creative entrepreneur. I'm still an artist. I haven't let that part go. I'm still, you know, my table here is still full of stuff, you know, I'm got my <laughs> car thingies going on, and, you know? I still, I still do that. I need to do that. I right. Need there to is that, that there is that part that, that is an yeah. entrepreneur you have to do. Yeah. But, but there's nothing wrong with standing by mm. your work, mm -hmm. not behind your work. That's the thing, you know, a lot of artists um, will stand behind their work. Their work is what they show and they are invisible, you know, behind it because they, it comes with a little shyness too. I'm, I'm a shy person, you know. That's hard to believe. <laughs> no, but it is true. Like I'm a shy and introverted person. I can stay inside the house for months and I'm totally fine. I have learned to, I actually have, have trained to be easier, you know, that speaking is mm. more easy for me. Mm -hmm. um, public speaking, that was really difficult for me in the beginning when I went online. It was like the biggest, one of the biggest hurdles I had to overcome. Well, you've done that beautifully. <laughs> well, I took it, I took it as a challenge. I took it as a challenge. You know, the thing, because the thing is that again, after the earthquakes, the importance for me is that I can get my message out so that I can help others right. you know so that is the driving uh, force or the, the the fuel to my fire really is that I it hurts me to see women that are like I used to be you know like quiet in a corner going like mm, you know like almost hiding and and, and not being confident of what they uh -huh. create what they bring out into the world and everybody has their own special magic you know everybody's magical you know we all have our personal alchemy um that 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 makes really beautiful things but not everybody is confident enough to show it or to share it mm -hmm. but right but so many need it and there are so many that are watching things uh, on youtube or listening to podcasts because they need it you know they need it so Imagine that if, if I would not have overcome this, these challenges for myself, I mm -hmm. would not be speaking to you today. Mm -hmm. You would not know my story. Exactly. Um, and there will be people listening now that take inspiration from my story and that something in my story might help them, might trigger them to take a little action. Right. And that is a step in the positive uh, yeah. you know in the and that's why program. I make this podcast <laughs> well exactly yeah yeah <laughs> so you know story. yeah Stories thinking about that right? thinking about that that is what has changed for me that is that is what makes the hustle maybe easier it's still uh you know the whole marketing thing the whole pushy salesy stuff is still not me and I, I am constantly trying to find other ways to make it um, more the way I would like to see mm -hmm. it, you know? mm -hmm. because actually certain, certain types of selling and even the things that I might like, perhaps, 
they they rub me the wrong way and because of that i will not buy you know which is which is sad on so many ways mm, because mm. it could be like the most beautiful thing but if you don't find a way to market yourself to sell Mm. yourself yeah to offer what you have people will hear it in the wrong way in the wrong words or Mm. and that's i think that's the hardest part of being an entrepreneur yeah yeah well especially for women entrepreneurs i think especially for creative entrepreneurs because as i said creatives don't usually um gel with the whole salesy bit you know it's 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 two different things creating comes from within selling is more the masculine part um but see we can change that we need to change that yeah we need to change that yeah yeah we need to change that we can sell we can well, it's I okay even to find sell ourselves. Selling, selling from, from the heart is also like, what is it? What is it? It's actually not selling. It's an exchange of energy, you right. know? Right, um, if, right. If I, yeah. If I see an artist creating something beautifully by hand, you know, I am willing to give them my money because that seems to be the thing that is the energy transaction at the moment, you know, for the, for their creation, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. Um, maybe in the olden days, it was a whole bag full of shells. I don't know, you know, pretty shells. But but that's the thing that I find, and I'm sure you do too, is that especially with women, they're afraid to, to do that. Mm -hmm. They're afraid of that energy exchange. Oh, I can't afford it. Oh, I can't do that right now. Or, instead of going, okay, this is just this beautiful exchange and I give out and I receive and I give out and I receive. But you know what the, what the difference, like I cannot afford it right now. You know what that says? Mm. I don't value myself enough. Exactly. Because it's not, if, if, if you decide to purchase or to exchange your money for a service, mm-hmm. it, you receive the service. So actually you're mm-hmm. putting that energy into yourself yeah right oh totally so it's not really i'm giving this person my money no i'm you honoring are... myself <laughs> yes yes and that is the difficulty you know that's the difficulty because money is like oh i'm paying a bill you know it's like gone it's like this this what i have here now is being paid for for something and then it's gone but mm-hmm. when you when you um when you invest in a, a mentor or a, a course or something you get something in return you know it's actually to yourself and um i think that is something that women need to start to understand and that they also value themselves you know and this uh, self-worth is such a hard thing eh? <laughs> Because we constantly, it's constantly, you know, you think like, oh, I'm not worth that. Uh, I can do without. Right. Or, I mean, on the other side of that, it's like, oh, I can't stand up and highlight myself because it's egotistical or selfish yeah. or whatever. And it's like, no, baby, stand up and shine. I want to mm-hmm. see what you do. I want you to bring your gifts to the world. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and so I think at the moment, and it's been going on for years now already, but it's growing and growing. And I know everybody can feel this, um, is that women are coming into more power. Oh, you yes. Know? Yeah. <laughs> totally. and so, here, so here I am in New Zealand casting my little red threads and you're catching mine and you're throwing another one. And so this way we're, we're, mm-hmm 
we're creating this safety web around Mother Earth, mm. needs mm. our love and attention. And, and I think that comes from us women. You know, um, if we allow ourselves to tap into our, our core wisdom, mm -hmm. I just heard something and it was really interesting. Um, uh, this person said that our souls are recycled and that is, I love recycling things, you know, mm -hmm. but I've never heard anybody say our souls are recycled. So, you know, so it means like our souls have had previous lives and previous wisdom that, you know, so if we can tap into all that knowledge, all that core wisdom inside of us, but we need to just listen, listen and share our stories. As you said, stories are so important. Share our stories so we can pick up because when you tell a story, there might there may be some things that go in my head, they go like, oh, you know, there's that connection. Oops. And that may be not me now, but that may be one of my previous experiences mm -hmm. that connects with that part of your story. And, and that is how we create that stronger web. That, yeah, that is mm -hmm. gonna save us i believe so, this i believe so this. beautiful oh my god <laughs> i'm just like yeah. all tingly right now um that's great joyce 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 <sighs> what a great conversation i think we could talk until next week oh but yeah. <laughs> we'll do another one one day yeah yes. we will absolutely so um any last words of wisdom to share You've already shared so many great things. Any last words? Um, let let go, release of the things that keep mm. you that keep you stuck or that keep you from moving forward. Um, let go, let go, so you can you can spread your wings and fly. And, and fly and and if you ever have been on on the side of a you know an ocean shore where you can see the horizon or on top of a mountain where you can see over you know you can see that the the space is infinite and just imagine yourself opening your wings mm -hmm. and take flight and soar you know and where will you go and how peaceful will it be that's I love wings I love mm -hmm. angels I love the feeling you know of flying i've always dreamt that i could fly when i was young i had dreams of flying um i still you know there's one mountain here close to the ocean where i go once a week to walk up down and around and when i get up to the summit um i just feel like i can open my arms it's just it fills me with freedom with the feeling of freedom and that feeling of freedom personal freedom freedom to be able to do what you like to be able to do and choose the things that align with you that is what i that is my continuous quest in my life and that i help others with you know to get to that place where you can feel free and yeah and that the possibilities are endless and the space is infinite because it is and so it is and so yeah. it is. Oh. Yeah. All right, my friends out there in heart and hustle land, breathe that in. <laughs> oh, breathe in that feeling of freedom and soaring and just being lit up. 
Whew. Yeah. Joyce, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you for spending some time with me. And thank you everyone out there for spending time with us. So glad to introduce you to Joyce. And I'll put all her information, of course, in the blog post and her contact and uh, the Artemist. Yes. I love, I just love that so much. (laughs) I love it too. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. It's so good. And um, many blessings to you all. And get into that beautiful creative zone of genius. Yes. And shine and your light. Find your wings. Find your wings. Yeah. Yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friends. Thanks for being here. And until next time. Thank you.